Welcome to the Watoto Church Podcast. Prepare your heart as we explore scripture and delve into the Word of God. Welcome again to our celebration service. My name is Eddie and I have the privilege and honor of standing next to Pastor Julius together with the pastoral team to pastor and lead this amazing church. Now today is a special Sunday because we want to stop and look back and celebrate what God has done for us in our recent past. You know, friends, thanksgiving is a powerful weapon if you are a follower of Jesus Christ. In fact, God commands us to give thanks to Him in His Word. In Luke 17, 11 to 19, this is what the Bible says. Now, on His way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee, as he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? He then said to him, rise, go, your faith has made you well. In this text, we see Jesus saying that he needed the other nine to come back and thank him. God desires our thanksgiving and praise for what he has done for us. You see, friends, I have three reasons for you why thanksgiving is so powerful. Number one, it helps us to acknowledge who the ultimate provider is. And God is our provider, not our jobs, not our connections, not our intelligence. God is provider. Secondly, Thanksgiving heals our hearts from coveting. Because when we stop and count the blessings that God has given to us, we will be amazed that he has done amazing things. In fact, today, take a moment and stop and look back the last six months of 2022. You will be amazed that God has been good to you. And indeed, he deserves our praise and thanksgiving. But also number three, Thanksgiving empowers us and enables us to trust God for the future. Yes, God provided for us yesterday. He will provide today and He'll provide tomorrow because He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that is why we must give thanks to God for what He's done and who He is. And that's what we're going to do today as Watoro Church look back in our recent past Look at certain things he has done and praise him because he has been good to all of us. Now, as we're taught, we exist to fulfill God's mission for every church on this planet. And it's called the Great Commission, found in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 to 20. Jesus then came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and in the name of the Son and of the Holy Spirit 
and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. That is the mission for every church. And that is why we exist as a church. We exist to preach the gospel. But also we exist to disciple people, nurture them to become fully committed followers of Jesus Christ. We call that process discipleship. So these people can transform their communities for the glory of God. So three things we do. We reach people with the gospel. The second thing, we disciple them, raise them to become godly transformational leaders. So that's what we do. But also we use the resources that God provides through your generosity. And I want to say thank you, Mother Church. You've been a faithful church. Now let's look at the things that God has done through us. How do we reach people? We reach people through our campuses. We reach people through our cell families. We reach people through our community care initiatives. Currently, we have 15 celebration services and the newest is Portoro Church, Ginger, and we have one in South Sudan. Between Jan and June, we have an average attendance of 22,000 people every Sunday. Now, pre-COVID, we had about 34,000, and that means 10,000 of you are still enjoying our online and on-air services. Please come back. There is nothing compared to God's people coming together to celebrate Jesus. And this year, on Easter Sunday, April 24th, Watoro Church Mbarara officially launched, and they are currently meeting at Rizzi Arch Hotel in Mbarara. And so, if you are in Western Uganda, hey, go to Rizzi Arch, you are going to find amazing people who are going to welcome you home as you celebrate Jesus. But also, we air our services on NBS, which has a potential reach of 2.4 million people, and Power FM with a, um, a reach of 200,000 people. Now, through all our celebration points, between Jan and June, we have seen over 3,500 people receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Come on, somebody. Let's celebrate Jesus for these amazing miracles because God has been good. He has been faithful. But we also reach people through our cell families. Now, our vision is simple. We are an English-speaking, cell-based community church, celebrating Christ, growing and multiplying as each one reaches one, touching those around us with the love of Jesus, bringing healing to the cities and the nations. Currently, we have 1,610 cell families all across Uganda and South Sudan with an average attendance of about 8,000 people. Let me tell you, friends, life is better together. I want you to watch this amazing story of Maureen and Robert from Watoro Church, Mbarara. I started loving church, I started loving Christ at a very young age. I did not have inspiration from anywhere else apart from my grandmother and later on as I grew up in school and church. I actually started playing keyboard in church when I was in, I was about 15 years and I started playing keyboard. So even when I came for university, I was so much involved in Christian Union, in the university fellowships. I always had those small groups in university so that we actually go for missions, we preach the gospel. I was passionate about that. So in 2020, March 8th, Women's Day, 
I happen to be in Kampala. Of course, it's a Sunday. I have only one destination. I go to Watoto, and I'm, as I'm praying, I see uh, Pastor Julia say, uh, this year we are starting Watoto Mbarara. I was like, oh my God, this is an answered prayer. Around July, I, I, I applied. I actually followed on Facebook. Then I requested uh, Pastor Julius to connect me to, you know, this a sale because they were talking about small groups that would start in Mbarara before, you know, we've been in lockdown. So before church opens, there would be small groups, what we call sales. And so I always wanted to belong to a sale. So I sent a message on Facebook. I'm like, can I be part of a sale? And thank God, my prayer was answered. Another prayer answered. So I went for sale. This is where my story starts now. I meet beautiful people. Even before, actually, I was taught another thing that they have taught me is that church is not a structure. Church is not a building. Church is not, you know, like me, I would have passion in these buildings and what, but Watoto has taught me that church is not just a building. Church are people, church is fellowship, church is unity, church is love. And I can tell you I faced that love, I've experienced that love. Through the small group of about 10 people, six, 10 people, we later on increased to 14, but I was shown love. I always feared actually to even propose to somebody. Everyone would tell me, you guy, are you crazy? You cannot get a woman, you are broke, you have no money, look at where you come from. Your grandmother couldn't support you, nobody is there like to support you. And you know, I was like, now God, what do I do? So we start dating, of course, we, she's a Christian, we date, um, move out once in a while. She's from another city uh, in Kampala, um, from the western part. And so we start dating, but you know, I never got the courage really. Because everyone, literally every force around me would tell me, man, you can't do it, just give up. Do your studies, do your other things, as in just, just go and do a hustle elsewhere, but forget about this thing. You can't manage, you have failed to manage yourself, eh? then forget about another person. So, but, yeah, so I kept like that, pushing one year. I know how the only thing I could do was to get my phone, put some calls, and every time I call her, and I'm like, but where are we heading to? So one year, two years, three years, four years, five years, nine years and I'm still dating. These guys kept pushing me all the way, they cancel, they cancel. And when we made a decision to, to, to do our wedding, Doreen and I, uh, I called her, I'm like, you know what, you come to Mbarara. They, they are beautiful people, Watoto is finally here. We go for sale, and then we sell, they ask us, are you guys married? Like, no, no, we are still saving. We don't have money. <laughs> So our, our, our sale leader and then all other people in sale tell us, but you guys, you know you can do this thing. Eh? It's not like you need a lot of money, you're going to feed what and what and what. You just have to say it and God will stamp it. So I'm like, Doreen, why don't we do this thing? Why don't we, you know, start something that we, why don't we put this in the hands of God? We give it to God. was a beautiful thing, I can tell you. We enjoyed it, and oh my God, oh Naga, we were just dancing, and everyone joined us, and we danced and celebrated and gave God the glory. What an amazing story of doing life together. And as we say here at Watojo, life is better together. So find a self-family. There are some people waiting to do life with you, but also love the community where you are located.
Now, we reach people through our campuses, sell families, but also we reach people through our community care, Wachoro Child Care, Neighborhood, and Keep a Gallon School. James 1.27 says this, Religion that our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Now, for 29 years of Watoro Child Care, we have come and embraced and rescued 5,710 boys and girls. Currently, we are caring for 2,675 boys and girls in all our three villages. And our goal is to raise them to become transformational leaders who are going to change our country for the glory of God. Now, my wife and I met Crystal. Crystal is one of the girls we met at Watoro Child Care Ministries. We began sponsoring her many years ago. Now, a couple of weeks ago, Crystal graduated with a bachelor's degree in business administration. And my wife and I were the proud parents who escorted her to her graduation event. We were so blessed by Crystal. Now, recently she told us she's in love. Now, very soon, we're about to become father and mother-in-law. You see, friends, this is what it's all about, coming alongside these boys and girls who have been rejected or who have lost their parents and raising them to become leaders who are going to transform our country for the glory of God. But we also come alongside the most vulnerable women in our communities and we restore dignity to them. We call them neighborhood mothers. We empower them with an income generating skill so they can start a business, generate income to take care of themselves and take their kids to school. And so far, we have rescued and come alongside 5,533 women. And currently, over 900 of their children are in our Toro schools and they are dreaming to become amazing leaders in this nation. Watch Jennifer's story. My name is Jennifer Moy. I was abducted in 1996 when I was 14 years old. I came back in 2002. When I went back, my mom rejected me. She told me, Jennifer, forget me. You are not my daughter. I was alone. Forgive, that's why I forgive my mom. I grow and sell tomatoes. I engage my community. 
I was empowered to be a leader. Hello. My dream, I want to paint my children in the school. I'm living my dream because my son is going to university. Now I'm helping to empower other women like me. I'm proof that Watoto neighborhood is making a difference. Isn't that beautiful? Jennifer's dream has been fulfilled. Her son is going to university. That is awesome. Now we also reach out to schools all over this country with the aim of keeping a girl in school. We love these girls, we embrace them, and we provide sanitary wear because when they get into puberty, most of them drop out of school. And we've been doing this for many years. So far, we have come alongside over 10,000 girls. Now you might be asking, what about the boys? Yes, we do reach out to the boys with many discipleship programs as well. I want us to watch this amazing story of Joyce in South Sudan. My name is Koja Sofra. I am 15 years old, and I want to tell you about my story. In our family, we are six children, and I'm the firstborn. We stay with our grandmother. Sometimes we eat, sometimes we don't eat. Very few girls finish school. And I thank you for girls in school. You brought for us some items like pads, panties, and the soap. And taught us about self-esteem, how to love ourselves, not to be ashamed of periods because it is a blessing to have it. I want to study hard and in future I want to teach English. What an incredible story. Joyce can dream again because somebody invested in her life. And so what the church, I want to encourage you, get engaged with what we are doing. There's many more girls and boys to reach out for Jesus Christ. Now we reach people with the goal of raising them to become godly transformational leaders. In fact, everything we do here at Watoto is aimed at raising disciples, raising leaders 
who are going to engage their community as the light of the world and the salt of the earth. We have equipped streams at Rosado Church. But today, I want to focus on one, the School of Community Leadership, where we come alongside young adults, people of every age here at Rosado Church, with the aim of empowering them with amazing Christian principles to be able to transform their workplaces. I want us to watch this amazing story of Doris and Innocent. Your name, please. I'm Doris Ann Naziwa. Uh, my name is Mushabe Innocent. No, before they were talking about ACL at church, and I thought it was a pastor's thing. But I, I met a friend, she's a designer, she was doing apples of gold. And, she, and I was telling her that I, every year I want to do something for myself that is intangible, not dresses, not words. I want something that can add on my knowledge. So she was saying, you know what, join SCL, because I've been there and it's a nice thing. I was um, interested and inspired by one of my leaders uh, whose improvement uh, was so good. Uh, and uh, by this time, uh, the, the, the leader was a team leader and uh, her name is Doris Naziwa Ann. When I came to SCL, I actually realized that I need to know how to manage my community, teach my people how to manage their communities, so together we are going to work. After a period of time, I saw her performance improve, and when she shared with us what could have helped her, she told me personally about the course she pursued at Watoto uh, School of Community Leadership. My boss was seeing the, the changes in my work. They were asking me to share, how am I doing it? So when I told my boss that there is a course I'm doing, he came up and he wanted to take on the course. So he took on the course. When I took on the course, I realized that servant leadership is really beyond uh, the knowledge you have, the experience, but it is you being there for the people. And out of experience, what is important is building the right culture in the business, the right attitude, and that promotes working relationship. So I came to work, I added my MBA plus my SCL knowledge, and I made a better, a better team. I've actually, when I, be, when I joined as an agent, I became a team leader, I became a supervisor, I've developed three team leaders, they, they, we are developing eight more leaders in that thing. This class is for everyone. Whether you've done your PhD, whether you've done your masters, whether you've done accounting, you know what? This is beyond work. It is something that can show you that you can do your accounting in the community. Actually, that's it. The School of Community Leadership has made a very big change in my personal life. Uh, why is that um, next week I'm, I'm, I'm traveling to, 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 to Turkey? And uh, it has, uh, the, the success has been partly as a result of the course I did. Why is that? It's not me who did the targets, but it's my agents that did the targets. It's my leader that did the targets. Meaning, if I had not been a servant leader, I would not have qualified for this international prestigious uh, kind of trip. Uh, to me, thanks to the, the, to the leadership of uh, the School of Community Leadership, uh, thanks to the pastor that pray for us every other time. This is where we get the blessings. Not everybody is moving, so who am I?
That is what happens when God, God's people come together to be empowered, to influence their marketplace for the glory of God. You see, God's word reminds us here, the church is Christ's body in which he speaks and acts by which he fills everything with his presence. Our dream is for every Wachoro church member to become a transformational leader, to transform their community for the glory of God. So be a part of what God is doing here at Watoto. Now, how are we able to do all these things that I've just mentioned? We are able to do this, number one, because God has called us to do this work. But secondly, we are able to do this because of the resources that God has given to us as Watoto Church, both money and people resources. In 2021, it was a tough year, but Wadodo Church, thank you so much for your generosity. We gave 24 billion shillings through our tithes and offerings. We also gave 2.3 billion shillings through our My Miracle Missions offerings. Now, between January and June this year, we have so far given 13 billion shillings. And I want to say, Thank you very much, Watoro Church. We have also raised 380 sponsors through every campus. Again, I want to say thank you so much for your generosity. Not only do we rely on money, we have people resources. Watoro Church has a team of over 1,300 people giving of their time as full-time employees here at Watoro Church. Every weekend, we have over 2,000 volunteers who come to every campus to create great environments to celebrate Jesus. And we have over 30,000 sponsors in Uganda and all around the world who are helping us to care for our most vulnerable children and women through our Total Child Care Ministries initiatives. To all of you, I want to say thank you so much for your generosity. And I'm looking forward to what God has in store for us in the future. This has been possible because you are a generous people. So from all of us here at Watoto, we want to say thank you. Thank you for consistently returning the tithe and offering. Thank you for sponsoring God's children on a monthly basis. Thank you for opening your homes to become a host for a self-family. Thank you for giving of your time and skills to serve as a volunteer in one of our campuses. And thank you for sharing your faith wherever you have been as each one reaches one with the love of Jesus. And ultimately and finally, can we say thank you to Jesus who has made this possible. Come on, everybody. Let's put our hands together and just celebrate Jesus. He has been gracious. He has been good to us. God deserves all the glory, and all the praise. As I conclude, I want to go back where we began. We need to give thanks to God because thanksgiving reminds us that God is our provider. But also thanksgiving reminds us that God will provide for us in the future. We can trust him today and tomorrow. I know we're going through a difficult economic time not only as Uganda, but all around the world. 
And many people are worried about their future because prices are going higher and higher each and every day. But I want to encourage you from God's word that the God who is the same yesterday, today, and forever is committed to you as his child. Jesus said this in Matthew 6, 33, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all the things will be given to you as well. Put God first and God will provide for you. The Apostle Paul also reminds us in Romans 8, 32, he who did not spare his son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also alongside with him, graciously give us all things. Paul is simply saying, if God gave us his ultimate prize, and that is his son Jesus, surely he will provide for you. He will give you wisdom that you need. He will be with you in every situation. God will supply all your needs because he is still in church. God is a giver, not a taker. And he gave us his son to die for our sins while we were still sinners. And if you're watching me today, you're part of this service and you have not surrendered your heart to Jesus, today is your day to receive Jesus, be forgiven of your sins and become a child of God. That is what the good news is all about, that God makes us his children through the death of Jesus Christ in our place. Now, if you believe today is your day to receive Jesus, will you pray this prayer after me? Say, Jesus, today I confess I'm a sinner. And today I come back to you as my Savior. Forgive me my sins. I choose to follow you every day of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray that prayer, God's word says, you are born again. Welcome to God's family. Now let us know who you are by writing, connect at watorochurch.com. We would love to get in touch with you. God bless you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening. We hope this encourages you to step into the new. Tune in next time as we delve into the word of God. For comments and feedback or counseling, write to connect at watertochurch.com. Hey.